Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cross Media Show. Special episode this week. We're talking about Wonder Woman 1984. And... If the pre-show gives any context, this is not going to have any good takes at all. <laughs> um, today I have with me uh, Ryan, as usual, my co-host. Hello. How's it going, buddy? Oh, I, had to... I was doing better before I had to watch this movie. Oh, God, that hurts. Um, I also have a newcomer, Holland. How's it going, Holland? Going great. Um, I'm excited and also kind of... Um, oh, no. anxious to talk about this one. Okay, all right, that doesn't <laughs> sound good at all. <laughs> um, we have Tessa as well. Tessa, how's it going? It's going okay. Okay. And nothing too crazy. All right. Not bad. Not That's, great. Okay, I'll take it. It's better than nothing. And we also have Mario Rivera coming back. How's it going, Mario? Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me back. Oh, it's my pleasure. Anytime you want to come yeah. back, you... Yeah, we were talking about the boys last time? Okay. Yes, we were talking about the yeah. boys. Um, all right, so let's just go around the room, give our initial thoughts on this movie, whether we liked it, whether we didn't like it, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's all I got. Ryan, right. let's start with you. <laughs> Oh, did I did I like Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four? Ah, the the uh, resounding answer is no. Mm. If it wasn't for me saving soul to watch after this, this would have ruined Christmas. Oh That's my god! How bad this movie is. Oh my god! Okay, all right. <laughs> Holland, what did you think of Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four? Um, I am. <sighs> God, I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan, okay? Like, I had the underoos when I was three years old. Like, huge fan. And I felt let down and sort of betrayed by this movie. (laughs) By the way, she was betrayed, like, portrayed in this. And um, it it hurt. And I kind of, I agree with Ryan that I'm glad we had Soul to watch (laughs) after. Because I was, and I'm glad that we had the uh, the end credit scene. Yeah, that, uh, that end credit scene was that kind great. of gave me a little bit of a lift. But okay. um, all right, God, I should have checked with everyone first before <laughs> I asked you guys to come on. But that's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Tessa, initial thoughts. Um. So I kept saying this last night, and I stand by it. I'm not angry. I'm not mad at the film. I'm just extremely disappointed. Oh, that's I give it like a four out of ten. Somehow honestly, that's sorry to cut you off. I up. love Wonder Woman, but in a and I'll explain this later. But that end credit scene just kind of, pardon my language, pissed me off a little bit. Mm. It, it felt kind of like fan gratification. Like, oh hey, don't forget, look who's here. Like, and it was like, no, that's not going to distract me from what you just gave me. Like, no, I'm sorry. I don't know what you just gave me, and I don't like it. That's all I know. Oh, God. Okay. Four out of ten. And that's coming from me, Ruben. I find stuff to like about every movie. This is true. You like The Dark Knight, and I just don't know how. (laughs) Wait, what did you just say? (laughs) Did you, Ruben? Ruben, you okay, buddy? I, I, I will say that again. She liked The Dark Knight, and I don't know how. 
She's not. But the we're not one. talking. We're not talking she, about the Dark Knight here. We're talking about Wonder how Woman. Nineteen eighty four. Let on this podcast and not know about that. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. It's no, the truth. He means Dark Knight Rises. He does not. Oh no! I'm sorry. Knight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My apologies. My apologies. Dark Knight Rises. Jesus! How do you? Leave I am that? so sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that was concerning. Yeah, one. I'm sorry. I want that for just my personal use. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have to find a way to clip that out for YouTube because I will get destroyed. Um, <laughs> um Mario, what were your thoughts on One Room Woman 1984? I think 1984 is a great year. We have a lot of great movies that came out in 1984. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Gremlins. Nightmare on Elm Street came out in 1984. Real good stuff. This is not that. Um, There are moments that I think are pretty solid, but overall, it's just a meandering mess that doesn't coherently come together. And I'm okay. I like Twin Peaks. Things don't have to come coherently. (laughs) But at the same time, (laughs) at the same time, uh, for your Wonder Woman movie, I just think that there was no focus, and it it just it just was just too too much of its own self and honestly this movie did not need to be two hours and 50 minutes as much as i enjoy long movies i'll watch the lord of the rings ones but this one just did not welcome its its running time as well as you know the premise so you're telling me you're you would rather watch little hobbits walk around i'm sorry i don't know what i'm sorry what is that tone you just took yeah there's no tone there's no okay there's no tone all i'm asking little hobbits walk around this is the sound of mutiny right here i am just saying (laughs) you would rather watch hobbits for how long is each movie three hours First of all, this movie's not just hobbits. There's orcs. There's elves. There's dwarves. no. I know, but it's you know the Rangers. is it the main? Oh, no, I'm cool. thinking of the hobbits actually. All uh, right. Yeah. No. Okay. I don't I actually. I, I fall asleep during those ones for some reason. I love okay. Lord of the Rings. I just can't watch the Hobbit. I would watch okay. the Hobbit before I watch Wonder Woman. I probably would try the Hobbit again. You're crazy. <laughs> all right. I'm also a huge Tolkien nerd. So okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, my thoughts on this movie, while it wasn't the greatest movie I've ever seen, it is definitely still better than Suicide Squad. And I'll take that to the bank. Yeah, but there's not that much high of a margin. But yeah, I agree with you. Like, I I think we'll say that. No, go ahead. No, I'll just say that, yes, there, there is a margin to hit with. And it's only because within the last decade with dc movies mm-hmm. that they just needed to hit a certain amount and if you cross that threshold then you got me um and then it doesn't have to be that the character has to be completely accurate but if you just hit a certain threshold of the spirit of the character then i think you do it in a lot of ways i do find the movie hits that in certain aspects but there's so many other things that bring it down as a wide hole of like what you could do for a comic book movie especially a wonder woman film where i feel like we only have two of them in existence I just feel like we could have spent so much more time refining and, and giving more care, but that's just me. Listen. But yeah, it's better than Suicide Squad. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at least give it that, guys. Am I wrong? Is this movie not better yeah. than Suicide Squad? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to argue against that. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Suicide Squad is better. At least Suicide Squad had a somewhat more coherent plot line to follow. Probably had 80s music I, in it. Yeah, like I, I, oh, I understand it, it, the stakes a little it, more in Suicide Squad than Wonder Woman. Um, I I have a whole list of things to talk about, Ruben. I do not oh. like this movie. 
Okay. All right. So I hundred percent agree. Yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. Let's, Listen, let's... I'll I'll even say before we get to Ryan, I will even say this. I like this more than Batman versus Superman, but it's still not good enough. All right, all right, that's it. I'm kicking you out of this. Don't don't Sorry. disrespect <laughs> Batman versus Superman. All right, let's not get too crazy. That's the best DC movie we've ever gotten. Again, you said the Dark Knight in this. Again, my apologies. My apologies. I meant you know what I meant. You know what I meant. Ryan, go ahead. Okay, so. Suicide Squad at least was fun to watch in moments. There is no fun part of this movie. This movie, Suicide Squad, for as bad as the plot is in that movie, I understand it. It flows well. It's not a jumbled mess of random plot points that get pulled together and apart at will. (laughs) Like, the only waste in freaking Suicide Squad is the Joker. And that's it. No, let me rephrase. The only waste in Suicide Squad was the whole movie. All right? That movie didn't need to come into existence. That movie was pointless. Oh, no, it didn't. Oh, it was utterly pointless. And you're this telling me... There's something DC movies are pointless. I don't know about that. So I have an argument here where I'd rather watch a movie that has zero point and nothing at all happening in it. Than a movie that was so hyped like this one. And after we already were we were on a bad roll with DC then. We just came off the tails of Batman v Superman. And yes, Ruben, it's a fun movie, but we all gotta agree it's great not movie. a great movie. It's a great movie. We were we went from freaking Man of Steel the to worst Batman movie I've ever Superman seen to Suicide Squad. This was not a good run. And then Wonder Woman happens and Aquaman, and those are good movies. Those are good, fun movies. And then, like, okay, Wonder Woman 2? This is going to be great. 1984? Hey, put, put, some oh, love on Shazam. put some love on Shazam. Shazam's pretty great. Oh, you're, I completely forgot about Shazam's fantastic. Yeah. No, Shazam's yeah, it's a great fun. Christmas movie. Shazam. It is a good Christmas movie. I forgot it was in Southern Christmas. Yeah. But um, we get through those, and then we get to this, and it's just a disappointment in every way, shape, of the word. There is... Nothing here. Nothing. The main villain's bad, and what they did to Cheetah is unforgivable. It's one of the biggest wastes of a character I've ever seen. It's up there. She's right next to Killer Croc in wasted character potential. Wow. Well, Killer Croc was necessary for that one specific part of the movie. You're right. You're right. Thank God he could swim. Yeah, going underwater. Cheetah does have a purpose of this, but we'll get into that. Yeah, I, I personally want to hear this list, this list of this list of things. Like, I think I'm interested in that list. What list? Yeah, yeah. I'll have to test uh, the, the list. Test throw, up, throw up the list. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, is it okay if I start on that list? Go right ahead. All right. Oh, yeah. So, um, I'm really upset that in a female written film, a female directed film. There is the questioning of who exactly is Diana with in that moment because Steve is not in Steve's body. So that's just a little weird to me. I don't oh, like it. So if that was super if that weird. was a flip situation, 
they would be roasted alive for that. And they should be, because that's terrible. I'm sorry. I don't like it. Why can't he just come back in his own and, body. and be in his own body? Don't make it creepy. Like they, <laughs> they, they even creepy. they in like the fact that they did it and then acknowledge that it's weird after the fact. We'll go I'm through like, his shit. It was weird going in then. So why did you do it? I only see Steve. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Um. Okay. So also, I I I do love Wonder Woman a bunch and. One of the things I remember growing up with is Wonder Woman versus Cheetah. And Cheetah has this amazing backstory. It's super interesting. Getting cut by the Amazonian dagger, getting possessed by the, you know, the spirit of the huntress or, you know, however you want to phrase it. Um, They could have done so much with that. They could have made a film dedicated to just Cheetah, introducing Cheetah. Experience, or exploring their friendship and exploring what happens when that friendship tears apart and then suddenly you realize things aren't what you thought they were. And they could have had this very nice focused plot without Maxwell Lord in the background doing whatever he's doing, granting wishes. Um, I'm really sad that they robbed Cheetah of that origin story or it, literally any other origin story she could have had. But, and like, I, I know things change and that's fine, but it robs the character. And also you don't get to see her character very much. So she is this amazing, smart, very talented, driven person. And you don't see that. You don't. And they, sh- they sell her short. Um, on top of that, I personally am so tired of being given these women-led films where you are made to believe you're going to get one thing and you get something else entirely. Um, Women don't need men to be successful. (laughs) Women don't need men to be their driving point. Women don't need men to push them forward to do great things. Women can do great things by themselves. They can be driven by themselves. They can have their own thoughts, desires without having a male point of view to influence that i'm really tired of seeing that really really tired of seeing that and like in the first one it was fine because her relationship with steve was kind of like a like a backseat plot yeah she was her own drive like she was the source of her own drive she was the one who was pushing herself and it just so happened along the way she met steve and you know fell in love with that's fine I'm not saying that it can't have that that romantic plot line. That's fine. Don't like don't flip it though and make it all about this romantic plot line and oh yeah, don't forget she's Wonder Woman, cool, whatever. You know, you could have done this whole thing where they show her struggle with her loss of powers more. You see it for 5 minutes. That's it. And honestly, like I was watching it with Eric and we were like, "Oh, okay, she got shot." Now, you know, like we're watching it it wasn't until the truck scene, whenever they're like, you know, she's like, she's visibly struggling. You're like, oh, okay. So she's losing her powers. Cool. Um, they, they could have shown that better. They could have shown her struggle with that better. Like, if you're going to go that way, go that way. Um, overall, they tried to do too much. And in trying to do too much, they did absolutely nothing. 
Like, literally, there is no character growth. She's literally in the same exact spot at the end where she was in the beginning. She could fly now. Okay, cool. Because a man taught her to fly. Because a man taught... Yeah, thank you. I'm I'm, I'm literally (laughs) just pointing out the difference, okay? I'm also pointing out why it's bad. Yeah, and that's literally, like, all it is. And I just... I feel robbed of a great story or what could have been a great story. And you know what? I was really amped going in. I'm like, this isn't going to be as bad as everyone's saying it is because they did this amazing female empowerment Amazon scene in the beginning. And you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be great. They're hitting that message right out the gate. I, I love it. I'm about it. And then it's literally just so she can repeat those lines back at the end. Like, that's why yes. they did it. It's a great scene. It doesn't need to be in the movie. (laughs) I, they could have just, they could have done so much. (laughs) And I'm sorry, but uh, pardon my language. Wonder Woman's a badass. She, she can, she can fight battles. Um, I'm really kind of tired of the whole, I'm going to fight you with words. Because that's kind of what happened in the first one, too. Um, They focused more on this, like, weird monologue while she was fighting instead of, hey, look, she's kicking his ass. She's going for it. Okay, cool. Because, I mean, I think we can all agree Wonder Woman, the first film, isn't as great in the third act as it could have been either. No. And that's fine. And Um, to be fair, uh, Patty Jenkins did say that WB was the one that changed it like that wasn't the original and then she and, gave us wonder woman 84 so patty jenkins now <laughs> now hold on i i have a theory here i have a theory here good. Good. my question to you is before this movie came out i think it was before this movie came out there was an article that patty jenkins had uh stated i don't remember where the article is from but patty jenkins has stated that um she was paid less than than a male director to do Wonder Woman. And for the sequel, she was still paid less than a male director to do a sequel movie. So okay. my question to you is, is Patty Jenkins just pissed off? Well, that would be a really dumb way to go about it because uh, if she no. is just pissed off, making a subpar film isn't going to exactly prove her point. And I don't also, think they set out to make a subpar film. I just think that in the process of everything, it was yeah, just, and it just came out the way that it ended up being. I'm not trying to hate on Patty Jenkins. I think it's great. But, you know, comparing Wonder Woman 84 to Wonder Woman in Justice League, where she ripped apart how they treated Wonder Woman in Justice League because they turned her into a motherly figure. I, I yeah. I've can't remember where i read it but it was like a whole interview with her and she was like yeah you know they really disservice wonder woman and justice league they just turned her into a mother figure which you know i kind of get um you can't say how a film disservices a character and then make a whole film dedicated to this character and do the same exact thing yes okay also I'm sorry. No, I'm go ahead. I'm talking so much. No, keep going. Um, no, there are parts where I was really into the film. Don't get me wrong. There were parts where I was like, okay, maybe they're starting to like change it up a little bit. And I would get so taken out of it by, I- I'm sorry. I know the studio has enough money to give us better scenes and better editing 
than the CGI mess that was her swooping in to pick up the children off the road. Because oh, it yeah. Like she, it, was, it literally looked like a superhero film made in the 80s. Yeah. Not that you dropping the kids. That's the kind of 80s feel that people were looking for. Um, I, it, and we also got to talk about some other stuff in that scene, too, that's really messed up, but we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I... I really though like I'm um, I'm also just upset because like I said I feel like films like this big huge films like this that are done poorly give those ignorant people on the internet a voice that say women super or women led superhero films shouldn't be a thing because women can't carry these films because it always turns into some like hot mess or you know like some kind of silly like but I love him like you know and I, it really upsets me that they can't just get it right it's not difficult and I I just I feel like they did so well with the first one to just kind of backtrack yeah. and god do I hate how they disservice Cheetah which you know what Kristen Wiig was actually not my least favorite thing about the film I thought no. with what she had she did a damn good job I was like, look she at did. Kristen Wiig. I'm about yeah. it. She, she did. Probably, um, uh, if I had to pick something that I liked the most about it, it would probably be her. I, I'm, I, I'm just, I, oh, and also um, when they acted like, you know, she just straight up murdered Cheetah, um, I looked at Eric and I was like, just turn it off. I'm done. Oh I'm God. done. I am literally done. But she's still alive. Oh, no. But, I, oh, I, I'm just so disappointed with this film. Like, I have never felt such little of anything after finishing a film. Oh, my God. I just felt a little empty. And okay. And it was yeah. a weird feeling because I'm not used to that. Because, like I said, you know me. Like, I find something to like about everything. Sure, I hate I hated Leon live action in that Resident Evil film, but you know what? It was fun to watch. <laughs> like, if you're gonna give me a oh, track, those film, are dumb guilty pleasures. Watch, like, I, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I would I would totally watch her rappel down the side of a prison multiple times over and shooting everything in the face before I sit there and subject myself to Wonder Woman eighty four again. Oh also, man, unfortunately. Steve was also one of the best parts of that film. He was, wasn't he? (laughs) Parachute pants? You're telling me everybody parachutes? Needed like I feel like they pulled him in because Chris Pine is a wonderful, charismatic person, and he does do pretty good jobs in just about anything he's in. And you know, like he's very personable. People like him, so I get it. Like you're trying to pull him in, but it was so unneeded. But that could also be because, like I said, once again, it was like, oh, well, I'm not going to do this because this boy is here. You know, like, uh, I just, and yeah, there was just no character growth. There was nothing, there was no point to this. Literally nothing happened between point A and point B, except suddenly she can fly. Good, good, good job. I'll tell you something that happened. And I saw this on Twitter and I got real emotional. Somebody pointed out that um, Bruce Wayne 
had probably wished for his parents back and got them back for a couple of hours only just to see them disappear again. But why? Did he would have to wish them to die again? No, he would no, have to wish them. He, he would have to renounce his wish. He would have to. He have to renounce his wish. Why would he do that? See, and that's I mean, thing, because he wasn't forced. Made... That's the problem with the movie is that nobody is forced yeah. to renounce their wish. No, this but is why people. Go ahead. I don't. That's the thing too. Like the whole thing was like destroy Maxwell because that destroys a stone and undoes it. And yes. I think that's why I was also mad because instead of like having her come to that conclusion that she has to destroy a human being like DC is dark. DC can afford to get dark. That's what people expect from DC. Sure. It doesn't always go. Nah, see, I, with that, no, I don't agree. With. But I'm saying <laughs> though, if wonder woman destroyed Maxwell and that's what undid all the wishes and returned everything to how it was supposed to be, I could have, I, I would have rather see that. Honestly, I, I think that would have been. Literally I like the final w- battle is making someone renounce their wish. Oh, it was like, so annoying! That was the worst no, part of the movie. I, so this is so I will defend the ending because that's the only thing I think that's semi redeemable about the movie, and that's semi redeemable with the character of Maxwell, the one that we got in the movie. The Maxwell Lord that we have is not even the one in the comic book whatsoever. Nothing, nothing, nothing whatsoever. Yeah. Though it is a Latino father <laughs> who whose whole ambition is just to be the best and his, his neglect to his son, even though he definitely cares about his son, that is the only crux that I could get into the film that I enjoyed. And the fact that I like Pat, uh, Pedro Pascal in the film, not just because he's uh, baby Yoda's dad, but also because <laughs> I felt that the resolution of him having to realize what he's doing and how it's affecting his son, the only thing that he cares about, I preferred that. And the fact that he, and the way that Diana is not going to fight this specific person, the, the big heavy in the movie is Cheetah. That's the whole point, is to have him her fight Cheetah while we have the brain character, which, of course, is the Maxwell Lord character, do the thing. Right. So for him to, to com- combat his stuff of this, the greed, and what I guess this whole thing is, that's why it's said in the 80s, is because of how much it was a, a decade of excess and greed and stuff like that. There's a whole point of the movie so that way everyone can realize what they're doing what it, what is what is the cost of what they're wishing for and then for them to have to renounce it like the fact that they're by the way one of the main many lists of terrible things that are also in this movie is the abject racism <laughs> in multiple places oh yeah including oh yeah uh the uk irish thing uh when she wishes that lady to die that is a very big racist thing that happened in the 80s yep. uh there's of course um the mayan character which is played by a south asian person oh yeah there's that, and the the King of Crude, that stuff. Everything that happens in Egypt is also fucking fundamentally bad. Yeah. Uh, not, yeah. not to mention uh, fucking Gal Gadot rescuing uh, those kids is also iffy, given her history and her history with that whole thing mm-hmm. is really fucking yeah. fucked up. That's all in this movie, and it does not need to be. Um, other, which we can add to the list of a million terrible things. Um but yeah, ultimately, I would say that the ending, that section, is the only thing for me that I worked in the through line that I followed through. But it's not a Maxwell Lord movie. It is a Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. And that's where I felt that this fight. By the way, why is the Cheetah fight at night? Every goddamn CG fight always happens at night. It drives me crazy. Well, you know, know why they, you know why. I know why they did, and it's kind stupid. Of, <laughs> yeah. God, if fucking cats can make cat suits better. <laughs> 
you actually proved one of my argument though. Like this movie could have been done without Maxwell Lord because it is about Cheetah and it is about Wonder Woman and Cheetah. Like it, it It's not about Cheetah though. No, I'm saying that's the that, problem. Like, the final <laughs> the fight and like the final crux is about like it's meant to be about her battling her like you don't see her you don't see them become friends. They have a weird early dinner and then she punches a pervy dude and that's about all their character development and interaction is until it's like oh no barbara yeah what happened to you what what did you do to yourself like it well i guess the plot was the thing she was losing was her humanity so yeah yeah but still they were trying to give us too many movies in one movie yeah like give us a movie where she's against cheetah give us a movie where she's against maxwell yeah no i agree with you i 1000 percent agree with you and they had this throw in some more God stuff, which doesn't have any relevance to the movie other than to give us our MacGuffin, which is the wish stone. Yeah, I, I also know, thought I that they the were, I, I also thought that they were going to introduce a God at the end and he's like the one pulling the strings like they did in the first one. But yeah. Like, it was just a throwaway line. Like, it was pointless. It was like, oh, it just so happened to be tied to your great history. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. By the way, my also big problem was, as much as I love the first scene, I think the first scene's fantastic. I wish that we had the whole movie there. And I don't I don't give a shit about the rest of the movie. That first scene's actually really, really good. Oh, However, the mall? it adds... Yeah, no, no, no. But before the mall. Well, I'll talk to the mall, too. Okay. But I'll talk... I have a problem with the mall now that I think about it. And it all goes back to the first movie. But let's talk about the first scene. The first scene's great. The way that it's that lesson about her... Uh, semi cheating to you know, oh yeah yeah yeah, hurt, yeah. You know? I thought that was great I wish that had anything to do with the rest of the movie it really doesn't you really could have just threw that line at she could have literally just told the story to Steve and yeah. then uh, they didn't even have to show that whole fight just watch the first fifteen minutes of this movie and turn it off that's the you got everything yeah, you need fucking one hundred percent and then you get to the mall scene right which really should have been the real beginning of the movie she has she struggles to fight four dudes. Listen, when we saw her in the previous movie. Hey, hey, fight everyone one dude, in no man's land. Listen, one dude is is holding a kid hostage. Okay, one dude is holding a kid hostage, and then she bursts through a room full of were they Nazis? No, that's World War One. I don't. <laughs> she burns through a room full of dudes and just beats the shit out of them. Like I, I personally German. thought that. How, yeah, it's still German. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will say though, I do like I do like the scene only because it is very much like a seventies Wonder Woman kind of thing or at least like the feel of it that's where like the flowiness of her fighting i was okay with but the later on you get in the movies and how silly like the running looks like it's from smallville oh (laughs) it was so bad it was it looked like the flash actually (laughs) and it was really bad i give i give credence i think the running looks better in the flash no, I do think the running does no, better no, than the no, Flash. I think it does. Every it's time I see Barry yeah. going like this, I'm like, just stop. Just You don't need to show me him running. You don't need to show me him running. It looked like yeah. they just took like a cutout of Gal and literally like just... With the arms? A, a stagnant background. No, yeah. not even with the arms. Like I don't even remember seeing her arms move. It literally looked like a cutout being moved <laughs> by hand across a stagnant background. <laughs> and yeah. that was Which, it. I guess they did it where like she's on a rug and she's running on the rug. While yeah, running. that's probably what it was. But yeah, uh, I again, I think some of the stuff that they were going for would have been interesting in its own film. It's just it being this Wonder Woman movie, movie film. It also set into nineteen eighty four. Like I said, the only reason it's set in nineteen eighty four is to set up this idea of this a decade of of, of uh, you know um, age of excess. 
Age of exactly. Exodus, thank you so much. The decade of, of decadence. Yeah. Yeah. There you like go. One, one had one measly fucking 80 song. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, that was really weird Ridiculous. that they chose not to put an 80 song in at all. Frankie versus Hollywood film, sure, whatever. But still one. Couldn't put Blue Monday in the movie. Okay. Uh, I don't really thought about the lack of the Wonder Woman theme in the movie. I literally got it for six seconds during oh the yeah. beginning of her fight with Cheetah, and that was it. That, that was, was it. All I got yeah. It. And that was really upsetting. Oh, and the, the, the oh my god, that the train, the the uh, the truck like, scene too. No, they teased it. They didn't actually play it. It was literally like uh, it sounded like it was about to drop, and then it never dropped, and then it was just her <laughs> making really awkward panting noises because she was struggling, and that's when you go, oh my god, she's struggling because she's losing her powers. And then you just, yeah, go from there. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. So. Stop talking now. That's all right. (laughs) Ryan, (laughs) what were your uh, dilemmas with this movie? Dilemma that haven't been aired? Because a a lot of them haven't been aired. That haven't been aired, yes. (laughs) Let me think here. We covered a lot. I, again, I, one of the ones that I think we really need to touch on some more is just that. Why is this movie three hours long? Because they tried to do too much. Listen, if the it's Zack Snyder cut, if they tried to do that's too much. A, that's literally what I thought it was. Spider Man Three. Oh, I, as soon as I finished it, I was like, oh, they Spider Man Three this, and I still thought it was. Oh my god, good. it does feel like Spider Man Three. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I probably but I'd watch Spider Man three. I'd actually watch Spider Man three. You're invested in the Peter and um, it's pizza oh time. God, I'm, no, I'm coming to a blank on his name. Mary Jane? Harry, James Franco. You're, oh, you're like yeah, more invested in Harry and Peter's relationship than you are in Barbara and diana because it literally just got introduced you really don't care about them so you're just kind of there for a ride you didn't ask for yeah so it's just just anyway what was the name of pedro pascal's character maxwell maxwell lord maxwell lord thank you did he have a purpose in this movie? Yes, it was. He turned. It was the purpose of the movie. It was to turn her into Cheetah. Yes. <laughs> Guys, was so, that not the purpose of Maxwell Lord? It was to turn her into Cheetah. Okay. Uh, he is the, the he is the rising force of why everything is going wrong in the film. I mean, yeah, it's he is he, he is, is yes. the bad guy. Not, I mean, as much but as we would, yeah, go ahead. Would this movie just have been better without him and not no. a weird magical rock? But how are you going to get no, Cheetah? I, no, the magical rock, I don't think, you I don't know why they. have the same intro to the film and have Cheetah look at a dagger and try to identify where the dagger came from. Oops, sliced myself. I'm possessed by a, a spirit of the huntress. And oh, wow, now I'm Cheetah. Literally think... could have had the same beginning. You did not need him. And I think I know why where this film goes wrong and is how much they're trying to match the scale of the last film. How the last film was all about World War One, um, the, the conflict with that, and how they're trying to apply it to humanity. And I think that's what they try to go with this route by having it be another world-ending kind of thing. Um, that's why they were going this route. The cheetah thing, as much as it's about the dagger, 
it's still still small stakes, right? I yeah. mean, unless she like gets nuclear nukes at the end of that movie, there's not much you can do with a world ending thing. And I think that's why I think that would work so much in the smallest story. So that's why Cheetah as a character, I think will have to work in a film where there it's a sub person. Like if it's like a, like a, like injustice uh, society film where they're another part of it. I don't, I just, in terms of a big movie like these, I don't know if it would work. Now, do I still want to see a smaller take? Like what if Diana and Minerva went to the jungle and then they had to save the small little town. I would have loved that so much more, but as much as they were trying to just copy from the last one, that's pretty much why we got the movie that we got is because it said, had to be only big stakes. You said something really important that I want to tie into. You yeah. said the first movie where they do that to make it feel human. This movie feels so unhuman. <laughs> it feels yeah, so cardboard. You're crazy. Uh, it feels like which is interesting because they're trying so hard to push this idea about love and about truth and humanity, and you feel so disconnected from that. Like, yeah, I love a love story as much as the next person, but I just was like, okay, I don't feel the love here. I feel like you're inhabiting some other dude's body. Yeah, and we haven't broke that down yet. Oh my broke that down. gosh, it's so it's disturbing, and. Like they're trying to like they're having these moments and they're having like they take a detour into the fireworks and it's like um this dude is kind of ending the world right now like y'all need to move it like we can forget about the fireworks y'all have seen Fourth of July that jet is going as fast as it can okay I will say that is one of the parts of the movie where I cried a little and it's just because I did too but it the little I know I understand what you're saying the little boy in me was like. I remember Super Friends. Super Friends <laughs> meant the world to me at the time. And to see the Invisible Jack work, <laughs> oh, I was like, oh my it was God. so great. It was so great. That was other exciting. That, but I other than that, that. You're, you're absolutely right. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's hey. like, I, I, I want to love it. And like, you know, I'm sitting, I know, I was sitting there with my partner watching and it's kind of like this lovey-dovey moment. And we like had this moment. We're like, oh, that's sweet. Okay, but y'all need to move. <laughs> like, this, we don't what? have time. <laughs> but what are we going to Egypt anyways? You just go to his office and be like, hey, when's he coming back to America? Because he comes back to America like in a day or so. Like the time frame does not work in the movie. But then she wouldn't have been there to save those kids. But the kids probably wouldn't have be been there. Saving. Yeah. No, the kids were definitely would have been there. Yeah. No, I the only reason why the kids are is because of Wonder Woman. They're the reason why they're no. going crazy on the highway. No, yes. those kids are playing soccer on the highway. And they probably do that every day. Exactly. They would have gotten hit. Drivers are not worrying about Wonder Woman. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right, I forgot. Which, by the way, they just met this Mexican guy. They're like, I don't know this guy. Apparently, we're supposed to follow him. It's his wish. Why? It's his wish. Uh, it's his wish. You know, it's the cost of the wish. That's yeah. what he valued the most. Which they <laughs> waited too long to drop that caveat. So you're literally going, "Why the hell is he taking all this stuff from people?" And they're like, "Cool, fun here." Yeah, yeah it yeah. was very vague about that too. I was like, uh, "Wait, what can you do?" I know people like complain a lot about exposition in movies because sometimes it's so ham-fisted, and you're just like, "Oh, yeah. okay, you don't got to walk me through it. I get it." But this one, it's I could have done with some exposition more than just the Mayan guy saying, "Oh, we've somehow learned that this is how you stop the curse." Because it obviously nothing worked for them. Why, why couldn't Mayan, culture collapse? Why couldn't the Mayan guy just be Cheetah? She I, was doing all the work, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. 
I had like one, mm, no, it was a dumb thing. But I was like, they couldn't even get like props right. Yeah. Which was something, it was so stupid. She's like, oh, item 23. And she opens it up. She's like, there it is. It's item number 24. I was like, put some work into this. It's it's even the little details you couldn't, don't play with me. I had <laughs> one quarrel in this movie. And just one? Yeah, just, just one. one. Just one. Well, I had a couple, but this was the the most that annoyed the shit out of me. Where they're all standing there and Wonder Woman is fine is like, okay, we either have to have everybody renounce their wish or we have to kill Maxwell Lord. And nobody's paying attention to um Barbara. She's walking out. She's like, she's like, no, no, no. I'm not doing this. I'm not a part of this. She's slowly walking out of the room. And then everybody's like, where's Barbara? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Did you not that's just hilarious. hear her say no? Anyway, that's, that's. No one's noticing the change at all. No. And I'm just like. Yeah. How does that not put together? The- she took off the glasses, yeah. guys. I was gonna say it's they try to do that '80s movie trope of the nerd into the prom queen, and it's, it's like so. DC movies need to stop doing this because they did it three times. They did it with Selena Kyle in Batman Re- Returns, where she, all of a sudden she's not wearing glasses now she's hot. They did it with Poison Ivy, where she does the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Right. Give, me, give me a second. Let me just. There we go. Oh my god! Oh my right? god! Whoa! Oh, I have superpowers now. Like, oh my god! You have worth and value now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's exactly. so terrible. <laughs> so fucking terrible. Oh god. Sorry, I need to be worthless again and invisible, and you know, have okay, sight. That's don't 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 god. go that far. I mean, my glasses are see the what, or why I'm not showing my face, guys. I'm gonna be real honest. <laughs> God, I just God, I wish these movies would treat people with such more dignity. Yeah, truly. No, like even the freaking DC TV shows do that. That's my biggest gripe with Arrow is Felicity is obviously like a total babe already, and then like you know, like it takes them a season or so to realize, oh damn, she's hot without them glasses though. A season or two? No, that takes more than a season. I was there season one. I was into it. Glasses yeah, and like, all. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because she's hot. Like, I mean, like... It... <sighs> You're right, though. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I just... I don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs> there is so much that they could have with so many of these characters. Like, I would even be okay with if Cheetah, if, if Barbara, now that she's kind of had that power, she's like hungry for it still. Yeah. And I know they're not going to do this. Obviously, they're not going to do this. But if they made another movie where it was like she found another way, because she is like an archaeologist or something. Yes. At least well, in the original. Did like, she comic renounce books. her wish though? She she renounced her wish. It seemed. But I would be really interested if she wanted to find another way to have that power. And like have the cheetah because I know that there's in the comic books she goes to like the jungle and there's some kind of um, ritual happening and she gets um, that's Uskertaga I think is the name it's a plant god or something and that's how she becomes the cheetah in one of the versions and I would love if Kristen Wiig went and like was out in the jungle she'd been doing all this research research and became obsessive the way Maxwell Lord was obsessive about finding the stone 
and became Cheetah and was like able to be Cheetah longer because it was just she was Cheetah for what like a few hours yeah maybe yeah uh-huh. and yeah, that just I mean, that's really disappointing. One of the going theories that I've seen a lot is that maybe she actually does not renounce her wish or doesn't announce. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think she renounced it at all. The problem is that the film doesn't really like illustrate that. that because they they show her as a human form. But then again, is that something that she could transform into? But she didn't because wish that for that. I mean, technically, That's she right. did. Catch Predator, which her in, in reflection was to be a cheetah. I don't. It, again. Doesn't it, it's whatever. <laughs> no, but technically but didn't she didn't wish Maxwell for Lord. that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Maxwell took, he was like, give her your rage and prowess is yeah. what he said. And then yeah. that's when she became the cheetah. So yeah, I agree with you that it could she be. Still she still has her, lo- the humanity is probably lost. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, would, I mean, I would like that. <laughs> I mean, I would, I wouldn't mind her returning, and then we actually flesh that character out a little bit more. And if it is exactly, that, that's what I want. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would like that a lot. Actually, um, I'm just curious of how, like, what other world, like, if they're going to keep going down this trend of like, what else uh, world ending could possibly happen? Like, does fucking Wonder Woman end up in the Gulf, uh, Middle East, like, um, uh, what is it, the Gulf War or whatever? I don't know. I don't know. Gulf War. Mm-hmm. Gulf War. Yeah. So, like, who knows? I'm just like. What? How else are they going to fuck this up? That's what I really want to ask. How well, else can they make? It's been announced Wonder Woman three is happening with Patty Jenkins yes. and Gal Gadot returning. Of course. And yeah. I, I also don't want to put all the blame on uh, on her either. I do want to put some of the blame on Jeff Johns because who also co wrote the movie as well. Yes. Yeah, for sure. But also, yeah. I just. I, I, I don't just. Know. Going back. Going back to that plane scene, though, Eric made a comment when we were watching it, and it actually made me laugh a little bit to think about it. Isn't it kind of dangerous to fly an aircraft through a ton of fireworks going off? Super dangerous. You should not be flying through fireworks at all. Steve Trevor does not know how to fly that thing. He only flew prop planes in the 20s. (laughs) Absolutely. Like, crank the freaking propeller up. Like, what? Yeah. Like, all right, dude. He's like, oh, I got this. This high tech yeah. jet. Oh, again, the Cairo. <laughs> oh boy, it was just. That you have a god or a goddess as your main character doesn't mean you have to give these world-ending stakes for a film. I agree. An yeah. hour and a half, hour and forty-five minute film with a smaller Shazam. narrative, Perfect. with a more concise plot line, without you know all these crazy do it it works yeah shazam was like the perfect proof of that yeah it told a very small and uh, granted it's nowhere near what a wonder woman story should be but if it was in terms of you know she uh, <laughs> the whole thing and I, it goes all the way back to batman versus superman and the way that they were trying to branch out this universe and they introduce her and she apparently has a problem with humanity so then we have to make a movie to f- tell us why she has a problem with humanity but by the end, she's like, ah, humanity's not all that bad. But it took her a, her, her love away. That's but apparently, bad. then there's this middle movie. So apparently, she's she gets mad after this movie. Like again, it's all it all gets more complicated and convoluted. And just like, how how else are they going to continue down this damn road? When all I wanted, I can't wait for this Flashpoint movie. Yeah. As much as it's probably also going to suck, if it could just be like, all right, everything's fresh again, and then everything everything that we know is all gone. Oh, that's I'm why great. they're making it. That has to be why they're making it. I want it to be because like, they are putting it clean. <laughs> Please, that's all I've wanted. Even um, though you have to have Ezra Miller in it, which I, he's apparently has problems know, too. 
I I adore Ezra Miller just as a human. I used to. What, 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 until he explains what the hell happened and wherever he was. Iceland. Was it Iceland? I believe it was oh, Iceland. I missed the explanation just, in Iceland. My bad. Uh, yeah, I also didn't get an Maybe explanation for that. Maybe choke women. I don't know. Wait, what? Yeah. Because oh, he, he choked the woman out. Oh. Like on tape. I mean... I don't know. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk. Okay. Yeah, we'll leave that. We'll leave <laughs> that alone. <laughs> um, but I just um, I don't know. And as much as Patty Jenkins talked about how Justice League disservice Wonder Woman, you know what Justice League gave me that the child in me loved. They gave me Batman and Wonder Woman. They were a couple for five minutes, and I was so about it. I was. Like, whenever I saw on the soundtrack that they had a Bruce and Diane, I was like, oh, my God, yes, it's happening. <laughs> this is not a drill. It's huge uh, huge oh Justice God. League cartoon fan. Yes, oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. made okay. my day All when right. I saw that soundtrack reveal, and I was like, oh, my God, they're going to. And then <laughs> even that was literally for, like, three minutes, and I'm like, you know. Yeah worth it who knows maybe in the fucking whatever world i don't know sack snyder cup we'll see what if <laughs> what if it's gal gadot and uh let's just say robert padson just replaces him in in the flashpoint no I mean, no i want it to be no. give it to me no fix the universe that's Listen, a story I mean, for I mean, another time Mario. I'm a huge. I'm just saying. I can go all about how much I watch it. By the way, if you want something better, just to say this: if you want to watch something better that's DC related, check out Star Girl. Star Girl oh, is yeah. actually a, a lot of fun, and since a lot of people now have HBO Max because you were forced to get it to watch this movie, I don't know about forced. You can go to the movies to go see this, okay? And why would you do that unless you're in another country that has better laws? <laughs> I mean, I, I I still go to the movies. No, no, I I keep my mask now. Yeah. I thought you went to the movie oh, okay. just right. to see Tenet. Right. I did. That was the first time I went back. I, I kept my Listen, mask on the whole time, guys. Or... Kept my mask on the whole time. All right? That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> if I'm okay. not going to keep shame you for wearing a mask or any movie, it's totally fine. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but watch Stargirl. Stargirl is fantastic. There's a lot of DC lore in there as well. Yes. Noted. Um, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Closing arguments. Do you have any closing arguments? Ryan, what do you got for me? Do I have for you? There's one thing I want to talk about, and that's the end credit scene. Yeah. We have yeah, not discussed the end credit scene. I thought it was fine. So, <laughs> I liked it. I hated it. You're all monsters. You know, it, like... was, it, it was it Pandering, was yes. But did I soak it up? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It has the opposite. It's, yeah, I... I ate it up. I was like, yes. And that was another thing that, like, I know we don't have really time, but there was the whole plot point of Asteria. They threw in there, too. And it's yeah. and the golden armor yeah. and all of this. And it's just, it was, God, everything was just so thrown into a blender. But then you threw the blender out into, like, a hurricane. <laughs> that's what was going to shake it up. And I just don't understand. Yeah, it's like, hey, we really like uh, the Kingdom Come armor from the comic book. Uh, let's somehow get this in. This. Let's just tell the story. Yeah. And then we'll pay it off, I guess, in the end credits with uh, Wonder Woman from uh, Linda Carter. Yeah. And listen, a part of me absolutely died. I was like, oh, that's so genius. Because 
with all oh, the I DC shows. My one of my favorite things that DC has ever done has been that uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, where all the universes are all connected. The fact that in this universe, Linda Carter is a Amazonian, I'm like, I'm all about it. That's cool. But yeah, as a grand hole for the rest of the movie, yeah, I get you. I get you. Okay. And where do you think that they're going to take the next Wonder Woman movie? Who knows? I think she's going to have um, more of a. Uh, a she's got to go to the nineties. <laughs> I don't know. She was eye banging the guy that Steve was taking over at the end there. So maybe it'll just be another grand romantic plot about how she's going to get this uh, guy. It doesn't matter. Hey, she'll just see Steve. Use your body for sex. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. That. I, I, I almost turned off again because I literally, like, Eric and I both literally thought that they were going to suddenly be like, hey, do you want to go get coffee? Yeah, that sounds great. And, like, you just see them go <laughs> off together and you're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm really again. glad they didn't, like, hang around and yeah. hang out with each other. He's like, all right, but bye. As far as with, yeah. <laughs> but as far as with, um, with Linda Carter being there, I was talking to Carlos, uh, my partner, and we were down for the idea of Asteria, like of Linda, of Linda Carter coming in and being like kind of a mentor to Wonder Woman because she does kind of have this lonely existence since World War One. She's been because of her long life, and we saw in the like in the opening, we're seeing all the pictures of her life. She stuck with everybody that she fought with. We see like a picture of her with um, Etta Candy as an old lady and we know she's gone now. And it's just the nature of being an Amazonian demigod in the world means she's going to have an unnaturally long life. And the only person who can really relate to her here is Linda Carter is a serious character. So I'm, I would be open to seeing them have this kind of mentorship there and then, I don't know, having some, you know, butchering some other villain. I want to add to that. And I want to, and I think that since they keep teasing these uh, gods, I don't think why, I don't think why we shouldn't just focus on them. Again, we're probably going to have to bring Cheetah in this because I think they're going to probably bring her along with it. But there's a great uh, series. So the new 52 happened, and then there was that whole run um, with the new god stuff that was really cool. Yeah. I actually want, I want, if I had to do the plot, it would be much like I want to connect with yours where Hysteria comes in. And maybe leads Diana back to Theramascara. Because so far she's uh, never gone back. Nope. And I actually would like that story to, to, to connect in some way. And maybe it has to do with with some of the idea that, you know, she's becoming um because she killed the god of war, right? Yes. Yeah, and there was no remedy. Yeah. And it, and there was no it destroyed her sword. Yeah. And there was no ramifications for that whatsoever. And I'm very curious if there was like a power struggle that happened and how she has to fill in that void. There is in the comic book, she becomes the God of War at some point. Um, I wouldn't mind if that that's even though she's all about the truth and hope thing. I'm very much how that conflict can help with her. Like there's some aspects that I wish that they could if they they were like, let's not set things in 1984 just because of reasons. If they actually focused on the character, I think it would be so far more interesting. And if she took on a pantheon of gods, she could literally be the God of War yeah. <laughs> character, but said in a different way. Um, I and, and the fact that did they reveal in this movie uh, her real origin or her supposed origin? Um, is she made from clay? This movie, I don't remember. No, they revealed that she's. Uh, yeah, she's made from. Yeah, 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 yeah. yes. They from, in the that. first one. Yeah, they did. Right. I okay. I believe so. Yeah. 
and how that. I don't know. I'm, I'm mixing up all of my Wonder Woman. No, yes, I, that's I, correct. I got oh like this is the Azarello run that has her be the the daughter of Zeus and not actually made out of clay and all that. Yes. But if they did something like that, where it's sort of like she has to deal with the siblings, <laughs> you know, something, something to do with her family. I just yeah. think I just to me it just makes more interesting story than. What uh what what's uh two things? Uh World War One and nineteen eighty four and then what you know, World War Three. No. Twenty twenty, let's, let's see how she does with the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wonder Woman twenty twenty. Turns in her God. lasso. Yeah. God. She's like, it's time to put this away. And she grabs a mask and just puts it on. And that's the end of the movie, guys. <laughs> if it has the W's all over it. I mean, yeah, yeah. God, what if she became like a marketing icon and everyone's like, she's just like, I don't want to. You see her on the, on the Revlon posters, just wear a mask. She pulls out that (laughs) mug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. I don't know. Well, but that's sort of the idea that I wish they would go in the direction of, but who knows? Okay. We'll see. Ryan, any more closing arguments? No. Okay. I've said everything that needs to be said about this movie. Okay. All right. Holland. Any closing arguments? I, no, I I think I think it's worth one watch. Um I can't really give you any good reasons as to why, other than that it's a Wonder Woman movie. So why not? And we all have time right now. But I mean, just I wouldn't say go in with any high hopes about it being a really cohesive story or anything that's really, you know, a, any kind of good or effective commentary because it's supposed to be about truth and love. And it's just that that does not come across. All you see is all this racism. And then the, this guy is like, oh, my son. And that's what saves the world. And it's yeah. just I don't know. It, it's um, but it's a Wonder Woman movie. And she uses the hell out of that lasso. So, I mean. She does a lot. It's really cool. It's great. I love that part. She rides the lightning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, that catching the bullet. We let down by the lightning scene. They amped it up so hard in the trailers. And it was oh, my God. I seconds. And I'm like, what is this? They should have yeah. shown it in the trailer. I feel like it would have yeah, been I'm better. Like, I'm just like, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. It's happening. Okay, cool. This is going to be great. And literally like I got the words, this is going to be great through in my mind and it was over. And I'm like, that was it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That hurt. It's one of those situations where the trailer was definitely better than the film. 1000%. Give me blue. Give me a nice, wonderful version of blue Monday mixed in with the wonder woman theme. And I'm into it. Other than that. (laughs) How are you going to mix that into the wonder woman theme? They did in the trailer. They mixed together. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Wait. So you're telling me they used an 80s song in the trailer, but not in the movie? Yeah, they used the yeah. 80s song in the trailer, but not in the movie. Yeah. Blue Monday. <laughs> they, oh. From New Order. That's why I got excited for the movie. I'm like, okay. Oh, cool. All right. I could see why people are upset. Okay. I could see why people are upset. I've changed my Literally, opinion. This, on this movie, movie didn't have to be in the 80s. That's the problem with no, the movie. It did. Other than. Yeah, she never really movie. looked like she was in the 80s. No. Yeah. She, she totally also, looked. At all. Like, I think the only thing they did was they occasionally put shoulder pads in her outfit, but that's about it. Like She and, rocked them shoulder pads. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I know how you were saying with, like, it's like the decade of decadence it's it's when he, like humans have all humans have always been and always will be 
greedy sons of bitches. And that's just the end of it. Like, that literally, like, I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't need to be reflected in a specific decade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you made an amazing point with it, and I can see how they might have been going for that. But, like, also, I don't think that message would have been lost on me in any other setting. No. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, 100% agree. It's not like people have stopped looking for oil now. (laughs) Like crazy. And that was kind of what they were like putting it all on is, oh, he's a big oil tycoon. And that's what's supposed to be showing the greed. But it's not like that has stopped. No. Yeah. Yeah. It easily could have been took place after Justice League. Like it does not, it did not matter. Mm -hmm. Eh, Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It could have taken place after Justice League. But yeah. we can't do that because Snarka hasn't come out yet. So <laughs> that Justice League movie doesn't exist. All right. You know what's so so sad is that I fucking fundamentally hate that movie. I hate Man of Steel. I hate this. I'm gonna watch all five hours of that stupid train wreck. Four. And I can't believe is it only four? It's only four. Sorry. Fine. I'll watch four f- and I'll watch an extra hour of it just because okay. just I hate myself. Because right. I just want to see why you hate Man of Steel. Man of Steel is Man a Steel. horrible movie. It's not horrible. Not it's horrible. a really bad. Okay, the the thing about hold on, hold on. Go yeah, ahead. she asked me. She I'm asked sorry. Me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. I'm, I apologize. Uh, it's not. A, it's not a horrible movie. It's just that when I think of Superman, I I fundamentally think that it misrepresents everything about the character, especially growing up. Like all the actual Jor-El stuff, I actually really really like. It's the Paul Kent mm-hmm. stuff that I think is just fundamentally broken, and does not add up to the character you get later in the film. He is not a symbol of hope uh, that I feel that he is in the same way that I feel like this doesn't accomplish anything for Wonder Woman in terms of like what he ends up having to do, which is kill his own kind. I personally thought that they could have done so much with that. If that was something that was meaningful to the character, but it's, it's totally lost on the character. He shouldn't feel the way that he does at the end of the movie. So it feels unearned. That's my uh, rant for uh, that movie. He's a symbol of depression is what he is. Um, why am I in my thirties? Maybe that's why I love it so much. Then symbol of depression. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like he literally <laughs> is oh boo hoo throughout the whole movie, and it just I just feel like Superman is a ray of sunshine. He should not be a ray of depression. I mean, he lets his father die. <laughs> just, uh, that that too. So, like yeah, you, that scene is so bad and so dumb. <sighs> and it drives me nuts. Uh, I don't. Have you seen the original uh, Richard Donner film? The uh, I have nineteen seventy. No. Seven version. Oh, watch it. It's every it's everything that is to me the epitome of Superman. This ho- person of you know hope and and the just know, not everything. a Superman just, fan. Well, then fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a Batman fan. It's okay. It's alright. That's fine. But definitely check out Donner if it's on the any reason to watch DC stuff and it's on HBO Max. Don't watch this. Watch okay. something better. Titans. Doom, Doom Patrol. <laughs> Titans no, is no, really uh, good. Uh, Titans gets really good at the end of, uh, at the beginning of season two. Yeah, I'll, that's what I'm right now. Uh, Harley Quinn's really great. Harley Quinn is awesome. Uh, that's a great show. That is an amazing oh, I show. I love Harley Quinn. Harley so Quinn's great. great. Everyone uh, should watch. Doom Patrol is a lot of fun. Doom Patrol is a lot of fun. I like Doom Patrol. Yeah. And uh, that's, yeah, that's all I've seen so far of the. The and Stargirl. Stuff. Stargirl, of course, I think is. I've just finished season one. I had <laughs> such a good time of modern and 50s nostalgia. It was a lot of fun. It's really weird seeing Luke Wilson on TV. 
It's dude, Luke Wilson is in a DC property and then Owen Wilson's on a Marvel show. That is bizarre. Oh, it just irritates me. Just put them on the same show. Like it drives me nuts. I want to see them interact with each other on screen. That's so, that's that's all I have, I have to say. I have a confession to make. As much sure. as I love Luke Wilson, I typically cannot stand Owen Wilson. Don't know what it's well, about. It. Yeah, I, I just uh That's fine. I don't, it's bizarre. I don't know. It's all right. I don't know what it is. I, only, I don't know. It's, it's the nose. It's the nose. No, it, it's like literally, like even their films compared to each other. I just, I don't know. I, I could see that. Like, just like Owen Wilson. But I love Luke Wilson. Yeah, I like it when okay. they work together in movies like Bottle Rocket or I like uh, the movie they work together with, with uh, Wes Anderson. Wait, they've been on the same screen? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I got to get Bottle those. Rocket. Okay, I gotta watch that. What was the Anderson movie were they in together? Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, that's right. I gotta watch yeah, both of those. They're fantastic films. Okay. I gotta talk about movies more often. I talk about video games way too much. Listen, <laughs> you are welcome back on this podcast anytime, you know? Well, just shoot me a message. Just let me know. Um, I'm sorry, Holland. Did you finish your closing arguments? Yeah, that was it. Just, okay. I mean, All right. Just yeah, I think we kind of covered everything. Tessa. There, there are other things that I could go on, but I, I think we're good. <laughs> okay. We, get, okay, we got exactly. the point across. Okay. <laughs> Tessa, any closing arguments? I feel like there is hesitation in stating that. But <laughs> no, no, no. No, I want another long list. Please, more. No, I'm not going to do another long list. Uh, I'm sorry I took up so much time with my list. No, but... it's okay. No, no, it was what we needed. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, they need to do better. I know that's a weak thing to say, but I'm so tired of these um, fantastic, amazingly done superhero films with male leads. And they just can't seem to get a women-led one correct. It is terrible, and I'm tired of it. And they just need to do better. Literally, just do better. I'm, I'm having high hopes for Black Widow, but also I'm a little hesitant to trust that high hope because I had high hopes for this film, and look where that led me. But, um, yeah, like, I... <laughs> I'm so tired of the disservice done to not just women-led superhero films, but just women-led films in general. Um, there's very few and far out there that are just you know, these critically acclaimed, amazing pieces of work. But, yeah, just do better. That's okay. Not that difficult. I'll send that tweet out to DC. Do better. <laughs> yeah, it's just do funny better. that the Harley Quinn show is more empowering as a cartoon and as about villains than any of the Wonder Woman movies that we've gotten. It's way it's way more about the female empowerment and the sisterhood, and that's what kind of Wonder Woman's supposed to be about. And yeah. you get that more from that show. I, I want to ask. That's I've, why I enjoyed Birds of Prey so much. I was going to bring that up. I was. Yeah. I actually didn't hear anybody anything about Birds of Prey here. I love Birds of Prey. I actually I own it on 4K Blu-ray. I liked Birds of Prey, but I it's think Harley Quinn favorites. did it better. Birds Harley of Prey was yeah. Harley Quinn show did did it way better than well, Birds of Prey. Well, I was just saying Birds of Prey because it was another live action film. Well, no, but I'm and, saying like the storyline is kind of similar in Birds of Prey. Uh, 
Birds of Prey and Harley Quinn, the storyline is kind of similar. Yeah. But I think Harley Quinn as a cartoon did the storyline a better service than the movie Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey is my favorite movie. I think that could be attributed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if I didn't watch Invisible Invisible Man, then yeah, Birds of Prey probably would have been my favorite. Invisible Man was okay. It was just like really weird. But oh, so you like the Gaslight Woman, huh? No. It was a really good movie. It was just really weird. Like, I'm just the, okay, you. All, right. <laughs> all right. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. Um, Mario, closing yes. arguments. Uh, there, there's a lot of great stuff in here that I felt that is in too and far be, in between. When it comes to the opening of the film, when it comes to even, I would say, the message at the very end, I think everything in the middle is just completely muddled and not earned in any way that leads you to the finale of this film. And for it to be two and a half hours long, I felt that there was a lot that they've kind of reduced, reducted, and really had a solid focus. Instead, we are led on a a journey that doesn't feel like a journey film, even though we travel across the world. Um, Really, ultimately, I feel like... It feels like trudging. Yeah, yeah. I'm just sorry. Like, all right. No, I agree with you. No, I agree with you. Um, again, I don't think the setting fits and uh, needs to be in this world. And, and the, the movie doesn't need the setting. I think the setting could be happening anywhere. I don't even think the movie begin, needs the first few minutes as much as I love the first few minutes. Again, there's a lot. I think that this, uh, someone brought it up that this feels like a first draft of a movie. And I f- fundamentally feel that like yeah. the line delivery in terms of things that are people even saying to decisions made and how lazy you could do certain things like, uh, you know, with all the, the stuff connected to the racism stuff and stuff that's connected to the very problematic uh, body swap scenario, which, again, we didn't really fully deep dive into. But it's, I don't think we should because it's really dark um, all the way up to the potentially the personal politics of the actors and the things portrayed in the movie that we, we, we really haven't talked about either. Um, there's just a lot of things that I felt like a lot more thought and care and we probably would have got a better film, especially when it comes to people's favorite things of, you know, Cheetah, the Cheetah, Cheetah I do feel is underutilized in a lot of ways. I think that Christian Wig does a great job. And for people that were like hesitant, I think that for what she was given, she fits the role fine. And I think that mm-hmm. Pedro, Pascal, uh, Pedro Pascal, I enjoy him for this version of Maxwell Lord, as much as it's not the character, uh, my favorite little Easter egg in the movie, even though it ultimately doesn't make sense, but apparently does the satellite stuff. Yeah, where I can like touch the world. His whole character in the comic book is very much this thing called Brother Eye, which connects to giant satellites in the sky. So I was very much like, all right, cool. I see what you're doing there. But other than that, it's stupid. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. I just wish that was much more refined. And we probably should have deserved a better movie. DC was having such an uptick after, I would say, after Justice League with Aquaman, with let's, uh, Shazam. Um, and now we're back. We're heading this way, and now the next movie that in the foreseeable future is potentially Justice League, and I don't see that uptick going back up. Are you crazy? I see it skyrocketing, all right? Skyrocketing. Four hours. Four hours, guys. I'm so excited. I'm watching it because they said there's a miniseries version. I probably will watch that version. Yeah. I'll be watching it each episode, each one hour long episode a week. Dissecting one episode. <laughs> yeah. Each week when they release a new episode. And then I'm going to watch it all in one shot 
And then I believe he said he's also doing a black and white version. I'm just going to watch that over. <laughs> God. And it's going to be great. You did enough with Watchmen. You remember Watchmen had like three cuts of it? I did. I, I, oh, God. I remember it. It was really good. Um, my closing argument for this movie is if I learned one thing, it's we should probably bring back parachute pants. Those look pretty cool. All right. I love that. That was, that was the lesson. That's yeah, the one you know thing, what? guys. Does everybody parachute? Parachutes. Yeah. What if? That's how we just start building inclines so that way we jump off of them. <laughs> exactly. There we go. Every every level is like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. I got a. Uh, I started. I kind of did start looking up parachute pants, but that's nearly true. <laughs> Uh, let's do some <laughs> plugs, guys. We're running a little over, but that's okay. Let's do some plugs. Ryan, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me above. It looks like you put that there this time at Ryan the Lion three zero five five on Twitter. Okay. Um, sorry, Tessa. I have to tell you this, but uh, your husband wants me to tell you that Cheetah was the best. Okay. All right. So you deal with that. You deal with that. <laughs> Holland, where can people find you? Um, I am Grizzly Expressions on Instagram. Holland Mahoney Jr. on Twitter. Okay, cool. Um, Tessa, where can people find you? Um, Twitter, smash underscore bro, B-R-E-U-X. I got to fix that. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I thought I had it right. I gotta fix that. Okay, um, I'll put it right in the, <laughs> in, the in the description below. Um, Mario, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at DualShockers uh, YouTube.com slash DualShockers, where you'll see a lot of my work uh, on Twitter at that Mario Rivera, where I do majority of my musings. Um, whenever I decide to do random emo pop TikToks in the middle of the night, those are fun, um, <laughs> and that's primarily where you'll find me. Okay. Um, you can find me here next in about 15 minutes. We are going to discuss Attack on Titan episode three of the final season. It's going to be really great. I'm very excited for that. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for joining me. <sighs> Eric, you're just yeah, wrong. Man you. of Steel is not the best movie. Thanks you're for having wrong. me. Yeah, no problem. Sorry, Holland. Uh, anytime. Uh, you're welcome back anytime, Mario. That goes back to you as well. Um, we'll have to talk about what movies you want to talk about just to, I sure. normally don't okay. rant like this just so we're clear. Okay. That's <laughs> to, again, Tessa, don't worry about it. That's exactly what we needed. All right. Have a good night guys. <laughs> Bye. 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 Good night.